everybody. This is Tina Catola and Sarah Kotz, and we may or may not hear from Gordo, who is Sarah's cat. <laughs> but if we do, just bear, <laughs> just bear with us. <laughs> and what we are discussing today is the three stages of the sun sign of Aquarius. Now, what I've learned um, and what the principle of third stage astrology is all about is this understanding that we stay the same sign for a long series of lifetimes and that each sign has three stages of development. Each stage lasts for three or four lifetimes and each stage tends to be, for all of us, ruled by a particular part of the mind. So everybody in every sign when they're in first stage, the conscious mind is, is the dominant controlling force in our lives. And we all think usually that's always the way it is, but it's not true. In second stage, the subconscious mind is the dominant controlling force in our lives, even though people who are in second stage don't realize that. Third stage, the higher self or the spiritual level of consciousness within us is the dominant controlling force in our lives. So as we go through this journey of the three stages, each sun sign has a particular purpose that is, it is attempting to express. And for Aquarius, the purpose is to teach right lifestyle, to teach, to demonstrate, to experience the right, the right kind of cultural forms that are beneficial to humanity as a whole, to human culture, usually to the earth, in our relationship with the earth. So it's really a kind of divine understanding of how human culture should function and, and to teach that to people. That is Aquarius's ultimate overall purpose. But of course, when they express it, even in third stage, they're gonna do it in very individual ways. In order to express that knowledge, you first have to possess that knowledge. So first stage Aquarius has the experience of being involved in one or more ideal societies or ideal cultures. Now I say one or more because each stage lasts for three or four lifetimes. So while a person is in first stage Aquarius, they may live in more than one society. Now normally, and there are, there are some exceptions to it because I know one person that I've listed as being, having been a first stage Aquarius actually is Wayne Gretzky, the hockey player. <laughs> And I see that because I see his life having been about hockey, the hockey world itself being a kind of ideal society. That's what it was for him. Most people who are in first stage Aquarius are usually born into um, these very primitive, simple, very well-balanced, peaceful, ideal societies. Some people are, have been in warlike cultures and it's, the, it's the, a lot of the ideals or the principles of that culture. Uh, that, that, that they make a part of themselves. So it's quite interesting because every soul in life has a unique purpose and every soul that moves through Aquarius is picking up different ingredients, picking up different pots of paint in order to paint their, the ultimate picture that they're going to, to, to express. And so it's a lot of it, a lot of what they experience is the learning how we treat the natural world learning how we treat our own people, and learning how we treat outsiders. Now, again, there's some exceptions to that. Some people in first stage will only do two out of three of those things in a specific society. I don't know if Wayne Gretzky was learning too much about how we treat the natural world, although maybe in some ways. <laughs> and I'm sure people who, who lived in the Mongol society with Genghis Khan weren't really learning very nice things about how we treat outsiders. But, <laughs> but at any rate, there, there, there are very strong specific principles the person absorbs 
in their first stage Aquarius lifetimes. And in the earlier lifetimes, they're, they're, they're not in a very dominant role in their society. They're, they're more the young apprentice who's just absorbing and loving the experience of being part of the society. As they get towards the end of first stage, they often absorb all of that knowledge, but they just often, not all of them, but many will slowly gravitate to more of a bit of a leadership role within their society. They're starting to take more responsibility for the welfare of everybody in their world. And after three or four lifetimes of absorbing those teachings and making them one with your being, it is then time to start to share them with the rest of the world, which does not, not all parts of the world have balanced, happy societies. It's kind of a rarity in some ways these days. And that's why Aquarius is so badly needed. And that's why we're heading into the age of Aquarius, actually, because we need cultural transformation like crazy. So it's time to move away to something different, something less balanced, something more complex. And there are three ways for Aquarians to move into second stage, because second stage is when you go into the less ideal society. The least common way is if somebody or some group of people from a more quote unquote advanced or corrupt, messed up society comes to the person and says, come to us and teach us what you know. We need what you know. And this actually is a real opportunity to potentially move into the crossroads when this happens. And the crossroads is a point in every sign at the end of first stage where a person go, can go directly to third stage. And the third stage of the sign is when the full potential of the sign is being expressed and, and completed. And they, we don't necessarily have to go through second stage. Second stage is a more difficult process. It has its value too, but we all have the option to go to third. So a person can have people say, come and, come and teach us, come and help us. Now, when that happens, it certainly sometimes is an opportunity to do exactly that, but other times it's massive culture shock because the person who comes from this very simple, very well-balanced, very loving environment into this insane world has no idea sometimes what they're taking on. It's very traumatic. So some of them will go into second stage because not everybody in that other world actually wanted them to come and teach them. The, the next most common way for a person to move from first stage into second stage Aquarius is for their own culture to move to another level of its development. So I remember my, my younger son's mother, grandmother, I should say, was that type of Aquarius where she had been one of the, one of the early Celts and she has still had all this little bit of this Celtic visionary intuitive side and but that slowly that they, they, they Christianized and then industrialized and she became the old crank who was, who was grumpy about the way the world was and nobody was listening to her and, and I hate everybody. And, you know, it, it just became a very unpleasant <laughs> experience to see how everything had changed. <laughs> yeah, so you, you see your own society crumble slowly into something it, that, it, that is nothing like what it was originally. The most common experience, by, by far probably you know, 80, 80, 85% of all Aquarians usually go through this, is for a, an invasion to take place. So many people, again, the majority in first stage Aquarius, they tend to be almost kind of landlocked in their ideal little world, and many of them don't even know there's any other world that even exists. Mm -hmm. And so when a more corrupt, complex, industrialized, aggressive, unhealthy society 
invades because happy people don't do a whole lot of invading. It's unhappy people who are more likely to invade. <laughs> they, it, it's a huge shock. They, they're coming in and they're, they're, they're raping and pillaging and destroying. And it's a shock to the Aquarian. And if the Aquarian is then in a position of leadership, there's sometimes a sense of guilt because they couldn't protect their people the way they wanted to. That's not an uncommon experience either. Not everybody, but there's a certain fraction of people in Aquarius that are carrying that old feeling with them. And so it's a major trauma when these destructive people come in and wreck everything. But what's also interesting is that because the Aquarian is usually living such a healthy, open-hearted life, they're very perceptive about what's going on. And they, uh, they recognize that these people who are coming in and destroying everything are an enormous amount of pain. They're, they're, they're so messed up, they don't even have any idea how messed up they are. They're all you know, armored and barricaded against what they, what they could really be feeling about life. So not only is there this sense that these people are enemies and I'm being traumatized by them, but there's also the feeling of compassion for them. And it is that feeling of compassion for them that also creates a karmic link. Because as a result of this invasion, the Aquarian develops a karmic link with the corrupt society. They have a karmic link with their healthy environment they were in, and they have a, a positive karmic link with that, and then they have a, a, a complex karmic link with the new culture. And sometimes their, their life ends as a result of this invasion, and sometimes you know, they're pulled into the society, whether they're you know, dragged off in chains or whatever the case may be. But even if they, their lifetime ends as a result of that invasion, when they move into second stage, they're born into that society that invaded because of that bond of compassion. So there's a bond of compassion with, every, with just about every type of first stage Aquarius that moves into second stage. And there is a desire when a person first goes into second stage Aquarius, they're now in the corrupt society and they, they just think, well, if I can just get them to see what I see and understand what needs to happen in order for life to be harmonious and everybody to be happy, then everything will be great. So I'll just go tell the leaders that this is how you should do things and this is how you should live and everything will be fine, <laughs> which of course is a recipe for disaster because these leaders don't want to hear it. <laughs> and then that's the, that's the big trauma for second stage Aquarius. People don't want to hear what I have to say. So a lot of later second stage Aquarians can be in marriages where their mate never listens to them, everything they try to say to people, nobody, they feel like nobody hears them. And to a degree, some of that's true, but in another, in another way, they're, they're almost focusing on that and emphasizing that and drawing more of that to themselves as a result of that original trauma of, of we don't want any. Nobody, you know, the powers that be didn't want to hear what the early second stage Aquarian wanted to say. And a lot of early second stage Aquarians are, are you know, they're like these, advocates for social change they're they're doing things that nobody that they're that the powers that be don't want to hear about so what they're doing is kind of dangerous and scary and they're stubborn so really it's a trait that aquarius has there's very stubborn people and it's a good and bad trait it's a good trait because it's determination it's a bad trait when they can't get it through their heads that it won't work <laughs> so they may spend a couple of lifetimes or certainly a big stretch of a lifetime in early second stage going in and trying to change things. And what happens is that this is a dangerous thing to do and the more innocent second stage Aquarians may, may end up marrying, having family, and then they're risking their own 
lives and their own welfare, and they're also risking the lives of their, of their mate and their family members, and they may experience traumas as a result of that, and everybody gets wiped out because they were the ones who dared question the powers that be. Others are a little bit more um, practical or for, forward thinking about it all, and so they decide, I'm gonna try and change the society, and I'm not going to get involved in any personal relationships because I don't want to risk anybody else's lives and, and well, well-being. I'll risk myself, but I'm not going to risk anybody else that, that, that is close to me. So it's hard to do. You know, if you're out there spending decades trying to, to in, in create social change, you're, 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 it's risky and scary. Sure would be nice to have someone you could cuddle up to who understood but they just go, no, I can't do it, I can't do it, because I can't risk it. If they did risk it, they say to themselves, I can't do that again. That, that means that they're avoidant of relationships? I know you're going to do a segment on relationships. But yes, yes, this causes many, many Aquarians in second stage or when they, you know, throughout second, third stage until they've corrected this, it creates a, a tendency to be avoidant in relationships. Mm -hmm or to get into relationships where the person they're in a relationship with is subconsciously a, a representation of those powers that be and of someone who won't listen to them. So they can get more, they can become more involved in more dysfunctional relationships and relationships that reflect their love of the tribe because second Aquarius it has loyalty to the tribe. That is the oldest part of their being. And so when they do marry and they do have a family, the family becomes the tribe. Their family they're born into is their tribe. And there's a loyalty to that. But if those people around them are part of the corrupt society and carrying the corrupt values, it's a horrible trap to be in. Mm -hmm. Because their mate is just not hearing them. Their family is not hearing them. Their family is not allowing them to, to express their, their beliefs and be themselves. So there's that trap, but they aren't usually resisting that kind of relationship. They're more likely to resist a relationship where their heart is so fully engaged and it's a complete, a completely unconscious process because there's a lot of second stage, late second stage Aquarians or second third stage Aquarians that are, why can't I get into a relationship? Why can't I find somebody? The, the block seems to extend to being able to even find anybody. And they have to get in there and undo that vow because they made a vow in an early second stage Aquarius that I'm going to go do this alone. I'm going to be alone. And they had, they really had to reinforce that vow, which was difficult to do because our natural inclination is to want to be with a mate. So once it's been deeply reinforced and deeply embedded in the subconscious, it, it, it keeps telling the person subconsciously, if you get involved and you, and you commit to this person and you really let yourself love, it's going to be disaster. Everyone's going to be destroyed. The person you love will be destroyed. You'll lose everything you care about. And, and something in them goes, no, I can't do that. So I'll return to that a little bit when I'm getting into more into what second, third stage is about. But the other thing that goes on is that as the person gets towards the end of second stage, there's a point where they give up trying to change society. They have realized no one's listening. They're, they just want to kill me if I try to tell them how we should live. <laughs> They're not going to hear it. So I just have two choices. I can either conform or I can rebel, but it's a fruitless rebellion. So some Aquarians become very conventional. And this old love of the tribe translates into, I have to conform in order to survive. 
because there's the old memory and well, I don't really want who I really am and my survival could be threatened here and I hate myself for caring about surviving and no longer caring about the things that are really mean something, but there's no other choice. I have to survive. So I have to conform. I have to be like everyone else. And because they're so wired to follow the rules of the tribe, they will follow the rules of a society they don't, that they can't stand. And it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's like, what's that, lives of quiet desperation that um, Henry Thoreau talked about. Late second stage Aquarians that are conformists live that in a very extreme way. And eventually that's a dead end they can't, they can't stand anymore. Other second stage Aquarians just don't participate in society. So Aquarius is the number one most likely sign to be homeless. And that is because they're in the late second stage Aquarian who does not belong and does not conform and who recognizes no one's going to listen to me if I try to teach them the truth. Where else can I be? I don't, I don't belong here, but they can't really get out. So they're just kind of just existing on the fringes. So, so that's the thing. We get to the end of second stage Aquarius and it's like that very obscure cartoon character, Howard the Duck. He's trapped in a world he never made. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, he's definitely, he was, he's a fictional character that's a late second stage Aquarius. <laughs> and it, but it's tremendously frustrating. So once the person is either so marginalized because they rebelled, they're, they're very frustrated with their relationships. They either can't get into a relationship or they're in a relationship they're trapped in, or this person won't listen to them and they don't share any of the same values. They're, you know, they're trapped in their horrible job. They, they're, they're, they have to do something because life is just too painful. And you know, they can also just experience losses in relationship that, that are very painful, that there is another catalyst to get into second, third stage. So the transition between the stages is one to four decades process, which seems like a long time, but it's a very short time when we think about the development of the soul, because the soul spends three or four lifetimes in each stage. When a person is in second, third stage Aquarius, they're, they're looking for the answers, they're trying to resolve their way out of all of this. And what's interesting is that you know, life is always a reflection of us. What we experience reflects who we are. So once the person starts entering into second, third stage Aquarius or is well along in second, third stage Aquarius, they're starting to find themselves, they're still living in that corrupt society, but whether they realize it or not, that corrupt society is starting to crumble a little bit and get a little softer, as in a little more malleable, a little more open to some of the truth. So that by the time they're ready to move into third stage, there actually are going to be certain people who are ready to go with them. I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Essentially, second, third stage Aquarians have to unravel a lot of their attachments that have not served them. And one of the attachments is this belief that they are trapped in this society and that this is a corrupt society that they can't get out of that has more power than they do. When they comprehend that there is, again, a higher spiritual power, which is what everybody starts to really deeply experience and understand in second, third stage. They can start to see what their role is in this situation because they are not here to change the entire society all by themselves. That was what they tried to do in a very heartfelt, idealistic way in early second stage. Instead, they are here to start to eventually share what it is they know about how society should function. 
and they are here to cut a doorway out of the corrupt society, build the foundations of a new cultural modality, and invite anybody who wants to come along to come along for the ride. So it's, it's essentially, I found the doorway out, here's how to get out, here's the way you guys can follow me. <laughs> so what they do as well is they start to find their people. It's very, very important for them to recognize that they're not alone in all of this because throughout second stage, they essentially were alone. They couldn't, early second stage, they couldn't have a partner, it was too dangerous. Everybody around them had different values. They were the only one who had these values. In second, third stage, you start to discover that there are other people who have your values. You start to draw to yourself souls you knew during first stage Aquarius. So some of them are the people that you lived with in those old ideal societies. All late second stage and second, third stage Capricorns have a memory of, of, of a beautiful paradise on earth that they once belonged to, they want to go home to. And a lot of them, you know, once they get exposed to this idea, a lot of them can tell me right away, oh, I know exactly where it was. <laughs> you know, I always, I always wanted to go to Ireland. I have such a love for certain parts of, of, of primitive Asia, or there's a place in Africa, or <laughs> a lot, awful lot of people in North America were part of, were in really positive, constructive First Nations communities prior to European invasion and possibly completing first stage at the time of European invasion. And so they have such a love for those, for the, that lifestyle and those teachings. Everybody can tell, tell say one or more places. One, one of my clients was in, was in the, um, in the early Christian society, which is definitely an ideal society. And again, it can be one or more, but there's this longing to go back home. And what happens is you start to learn how to bring the essence of that memory and the essence of those teachings out to the world. And along with it, begin to draw those friends and family from those other lifetimes to you. And there were people in early second stage that you tried to teach and they didn't want to hear it, but you still left an impact. And some of the people who wouldn't listen to you in early second stage start to really want to listen to you when you're in second, third stage. So there are some souls that, that you had, a, a, I guess, a kind of negative karmic bond within second stage who, who are ready to learn, and they also become part of that family that's going towards this new, this new life. Once the person has, it's usually they, they gather their family and their friends, and then their partner shows up because, and everybody's different. Some people will have their soulmate show up before their before their their tribe shows up but most people tribe comes first and a lot of people at the end of first stage aquarius do have these incredible bonded partnerships because that's a part of a healthy society too so they have certain souls they've had deep loving bonds with in first stage and it's often one of those souls who comes and, and becomes their partner once they've released this unconscious vow that i have to stay alone so with their partner, with their friends, with their family, they are then, whether it's, whether it's a, you know, some kind of new business idea, that's a green business idea that you know, I'm just assuming in our society, this might be the way someone goes into third stage, that you know, you're building a, a new little simple tribe or community that expresses all of these values. We're able to, a second, third, late second, third and third stage Aquarians do build the foundations of a new society, a new culture that it expresses itself with harmony. And, and there's a tremendous fulfillment and satisfaction in doing that. Mm. And sometimes you can even seek indications in an individual's chart about 
you know, how the, particularly how these little, these pieces are all going to come together for that person individually. It's quite fascinating. So I mentioned that there's a crossroads at the end of first stage of every sign. I mentioned that earlier and that, you know, a really common way to go through the crossroads is for somebody to come and say, come and teach us. <laughs> but the crossroads can happen for anybody and any of the one, any of those three types of first, second stage of Aquarius's. And it comes when the person is capable of understanding that not everybody's going to be able to hear what they have to say, but there are going to be some people who will understand. And they place themselves under a, a, a kind of divine guidance. And it's interesting because they need to hold the values of their society, but not exclusively because the spiritual perception of third stage transcends any cultural modality. It does not ever contradict any of the truly spiritually constructive teachings of a particular cultural or spiritual background, but it doesn't say this is the one and true and only way. It's instead says, here's the new perspective. This is, here's the new direction for you to follow in order to open the door that will assist people to those who are ready to move towards a new lifestyle. Because that's the big thing Aquarians need to know too when they're in second, third stage, that some people are ready and some people are not. And there is no judgment. There is no right or wrong about who is ready for this new world or this new life. Their only role is to make the way possible for those who are, who are, who are wanting it now and who are ready for it now. And a lot of second, third stage Aquariuses, getting back into second, third stage, will go, often go through a conflict between living in the city versus living in the country. The urban or rural lifestyle is a really common one. Because the urban lifestyle is usually, not everybody's different, but it's usually representative of the corruptions in society and Aquarius feels, oh, I'm trapped in the city and I don't want to be, I want to be out in the country, but I don't know how to do that. Very common Aquarian feeling. And again, to, not, to recognize that in working in, in partnership with spirit, the doors open so that their new life and their new society can take place. Now, occasionally somebody's been trapped in, in a, a really regressive rural environment and they go towards an urban environment that's building foundations of a new society. So each person has their own unique path. But that recognition that you can leave behind the old structures that have limited you is, is, is a really important piece of going towards third. Yeah, and I think that covers the three stages of Aquarius. And we didn't have a kitty visit. 